Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Cheaper by the Dungeon with your favorite October Halloween friends, Jacob. Ooh. Ooh, spoopy. <laughs> Connor. I, spooky, scary skeletons. <laughs> and Adam. Hi, it's me. That, that was pretty that good, was Grin- actually. That, <laughs> was, that was Grintilda from Banjo-Kazooie. Well, now I'm going to have nightmares. All right, real quick. Real quick. Who would win in a fight? Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger, or Michael Myers? Ooh. Mike Myers. He's got mojo. Don't they both die in Freddy versus Jason? <laughs> uh, actually, I think they do, yeah. So yeah, I guess I'll go Mike, uh, Michael Myers too because like the wild card. They'll kill each other, and then he's just gonna be chilling there, like okay. <laughs> but didn't Jason have like ten movies? So doesn't that make him like m- more immortal? He's got a greater legacy. He's definitely the m- most immortal. Because isn't there like a specific thing you got to do to kill Jason? Like. I, I don't know what it is, um, but the... Uh, don't say it out loud or else he'll come for you. I've never really seen the Michael Myers movies either, so he also seems really immortal as well. But maybe it's just maybe you take off the mask and it's, he's good to go. I don't know. Is, isn't Michael Myers just like... <laughs> he's just a, a dude. criminal? Like, he's just a dude. Yeah, he's yeah, not a murderer. He, he, he gets shot tons of times, so he's clearly more than a dude. <laughs> Hold on, I have to look he's up a, something here. He's a bit of a he's a bit of a machine, but I think Michael Myers is literally just some guy. Oh and my I think, gosh! I thought we were talking about like Austin Powers, like the okay. actor. <laughs> that's why I said Mojo. <laughs> that's Mike Myers. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I still think he here's would win. two very classic horror <laughs> villains and. Uh, comedy movie actor <laughs> yeah, and ca- baby. national Canadian treasure Mike Myers. Uh, Freddy Krueger does he even like like how does how does he I don't I, you know what I really haven't seen any of these movies like Halloween Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> well, Halloween so, has an I don't know why we're branding. talking about this. <laughs> they have like an awful branding campaign because it's like Halloween, Halloween two, Halloween two the second. Halloween the 13th and it's very confusing like I, you, if you watch an honest trailer on it it's all laid bare right there <laughs> um, I, I, I think for Freddy if a memory serves it's been a long time like I think you defeat him by actually killing him in his dream world like that's how you stop him so he can come into reality to kill you uh, and that's why like people are trying not to sleep because if you fall asleep he'll like kill you in reality But if you go into the dream world, then you can kill him. That's how you can defeat him And he's like scared of fire. I think that's his whole thing because he was he was burned alive when he was a living Yeah, I feel like Jason seems the scariest He's slow, but like that guy Definitely seems the most abnormal even though Freddy is a dream walker kind mm-hmm. of like Zippy and also, Noah's yeah, I think Zippy could take Freddy. <laughs> Darian and Norman could take Michael Myers, and then I don't know who could take Jason. <laughs> but nowhere is safe with Jason. Like, he, there's even a Jason X where he's in space, so like you can't get away from him. <laughs> so okay, space camp in space. <laughs> yeah, he's probably fighting Godzilla somewhere, Mothman or whatever. I want a amalgamation. Well, anyways, something else spooky that happened recently, for me at least, is that these three leveled up. Um, 
and not too much happened for you guys, right? Like no real ability score. It's their thirteenth level now. Wow, I've never I've never been this high of a level. Fourteenth level is when things really start to pop off. So I think people just got some spell slots for some higher level spells and stuff like that. But, well, this is the first time uh, we're level seven or like level seven levels, seventh level spells. This is what I'm trying to say. Well, for you uh, guys, and those yes. really break the game. Oh yeah, <laughs> I just finally, I just got my first fourth level spell. Thank you very much. Uh, hey, you start somewhere, life. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's we get one additional uh, proficiency, so we should all be at plus five now. We got more health and more spell slots. That's basically level thirteen in a nutshell. Not a lot going on. But either way, uh, let's let's move on, Adam. All right, everyone, welcome to the awesome podcast review review, uh, where we basically read a really a really touching iTunes review. Uh, this one's from. Bow five boy. Uh, okay. Holy smokes, Batman. This is just incredible. I love this podcast. Okay. There's no, there's literally no punctuation in this. So I will read it that way. This is just incredible. I love this podcast. I've been listening since about episode four and I love everything these guys have created. It's great. TLDR 10 out of 10 should listen to. Uh, and then I, I'm going to read, I'm going to break the rules. I'm going to read one last iTunes review that just came in and it's pretty long, but this is what it says. The best. That's the title. And then the actual description is the best with an exclamation point. So really wide array of emotion in that post. But again, five out of five. Thank you, Aquila05. That was that was great. Thank you. No, you're the best. Yes. Got him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was real good, uh, son. Ten out of ten. <laughs> Five stars for you. Um, all right, but I think it's time for us to play some D and D. Woo! Or oh boy, should I say Persona Five heist music? Begin. Recap. So last week the gang was still in Smiles' necromancer lair in the attic of this house, cut off from the world basically. Um, and there, Zippy came back to life with a new scar on his chest. Um, but Normandy, while everyone was happily reuniting, Normandy saw a chance to finally put that modified memory to use <laughs> and swipe that dang old crystal. He did so. He, he convinced Smile that the crystal broke and everything uh, as he swiped it and put it into his pocket. Um, this made Smiles go berserk, and then it turned out the mask on his face was actually... Uh, a tether was this crab being that was using him as a host. It was like, it's like the tether to the crab, which is tethered to smiles, this whole Russian doll situation. Um, but anyways, the god that spoke to them through the crab was the god Sidwick, the god of the quiz, and they seemed weirdly interested in that plush dash hunt that you got from Valentine's shop uh, way back. But either way, they seemed harmless enough uh, and didn't want to fight or do anything. They just wanted some info. And then they let you go on your way. You left and then talked to Alexandre about, you know, your reasoning, convinced him to come with you to the Sparrow where you went and had a big old reunion for Zippy coming back. You even got him, uh, or at least James reworded his funeral cake to, uh, to a welcome back cake. Uh, and you all reunited there. Alexandre 
was still torn about what happened and why he took the crystal, but more than anything, he needed to go check on his pop-pop, Berulius the king, and left to go do so. You guys, instead, hatched a plan to finally get that dang old piano key that you came here for in the first place. And you chose the roles for everybody. You have Randy as your coordinator. You have uh, James as your driver, the, the guy who's going to make sure that you have the getaway van. You chose Apophis and Bradley to be distractions uh, when the time comes in their uh, in, in their uh, pyre pitch team that has access to the castle now. Um, and you chose Robin for the lookout. Uh, the one who will be standing outside the vault while you go in to make sure that if anything happens, they'll shout down to you. Um, you, you divvied up the, the roots and found that the way you wanted to approach the castle out of all the options I gave you was the most mysterious one. The one through the pond outside in the little forest surrounding the castle. Um, all that you know is that some wizard guards emerged from this pond and walked out and Randy s seems to think that that must be a way into the castle that's more hidden than anything else. Um, so that's the route you chose. But you had to get into gear because the way you're going to get to the castle first is by blending in with the pyre pitch team that you coached uh, <laughs> the basement brujahas. And uh, the way to do that is to wear some wetsuits, which you all got from Bradley, who just had some playing around. Uh, and he distributed them. You wore them. We have awesome art of that now. <laughs> and this is where your heist journey begins. You all leave the Sparrow, except for James. James stays behind, of course and you're walking onto the center, central island of Jadu, where a festival is seeming to begin and, and stir and rumble, where they're going to celebrate the Pyre Pitch team, uh, a whole festival for them. But, Darian slash Connor, I believe in the last episode you said you wanted to make a detour to go back to the workshop to get those eyes. You do have a little bit of time. You have about like an hour and a half before uh, the official ceremony where you guys will be, um, you know, led up to the castle with the rest of the team. We, I think if I recall correctly, we were all, like you said, we were all, we were all leaving kind of the ship. You know, everybody was suited up and ready to go to blend in with the pyre pitch team. Um, I just quickly turn and I look to Norman and Zippy and... Uh, say, uh, guys, can I just speak to you for a quick moment over here? Of course. Sure, Darian, what's up? So, Zippy, I haven't mentioned this to you, but I did, I did speak with Norman briefly about this last night as we were kind of reconciling a few things, and, um, look, we're about to go into some unknown territory, uh, <laughs> and I have no idea what we're going to be facing. We we picked, for some reason, the most mysterious option. Having slept on it, I I still am second-guessing this, but it, it is what it is, and the, the plan's already in place, so that's fine. But I don't want to go in being held back. I want to... I want to make sure that I'm at full capacity to support this team and not 
fail again like last time. And so, Zippy, what I've asked Norman to join me and I would like you to do as well is my eyes are are being finished at the workshop and are ready to be uh, implanted. And I want to get those before the the mission starts so I can I can actually help this team and and also because if I don't do it now I don't I don't know if I'll get another chance because knowing our track record this castle we could very well leave it in flames and so I don't even think I'll get a chance to go after if that is to come up so if you're okay with it would would the two of you join me to uh to the workshop to get my eyes. Darian, you're telling me you've been without your eyes this whole adventure? (laughs) (laughs) It explains so much. Dang, I didn't even notice. That's really impressive, man. I mean... if it, you, but if it can wh- make you just a little stronger, I, I definitely, thinking back, especially, like, earlier on in our adventure, yeah, you weren't, yeah, maybe I, I should have noticed back then, but, well, I'm really happy <laughs> you decided to make this change. Uh, when did it happen? Like, when you were younger? Someone poked I'm, your eyes out? Zippy, I, you know I was blinded on the moon, right? You know, Draken, the fishbowl, explosion, cereal, angel of light. You led me out by the hand of the... Oh, I thought you were blinded by my cool backflip I did. Remember that? I thought you're like, oh, I can't even even see because that's so cool. Uh, You're being legit about that? Jeez. Zippy, why do you think I wear these stupid fucking goggles all the time? I don't know. You wear a lot of stupid things. What the heck are you even wearing? I mean, Darian, let's go get your eyes back. That's right. I did think it explained a lot of his fashion choices, but moving forward, I think that this will be all for the best. Except, Darian, I just have to ask, are you sure that you are are truly impaired with Pepper acting as your eyes? In some ways, it's, it's kind of like an advantage, and I would just hate for something to go wrong in this surgery. Every combat I go into puts Pepper at risk, and the last time I faced off with Peterson, he nearly took Pepper's head off. I can't fully focus on the combat that I'm in when I'm always concerned about protecting this thing in front of me, and that's, I I mean, I love Pepper, and I, it's just another variable in the battle that I, I need to remove so that I can focus on the task at hand and and protect us all. Pepper in your little front baby carrier is like like putting their fists out and like like you know hey put up a fight like twir- twirling their fists around and you can just hear them go Kritaka! and you guys understand that to mean like I can fight I can fight good. I I say well you you got a point there and I kind of scratch Pepper behind the ears a little bit. <laughs> She's well suited to be moving around the battlefield more. She's a hawk fox. She's agile. She shouldn't be strapped to my chest. All right. Well, as as long as you're sure, then we're we're with you all the way. But as long as you're sure. I understand it's a risk, but it's... I I mean, I guess it can't get any worse. You can't see. (laughs) 
true. Okay, let's, uh... Let's go, then. Okay, off we go. Maybe maybe they can do, like, surgery on my chest to get my hair back. That's a little higher on my priority list, uh, Darren, if you can understand. <laughs> I definitely do. I, uh... Maybe we can, yeah, chat quickly with him about it. Maybe there's something we can do. I just look so silly, you know? Apophis and Bradley uh, walk up and they're like, Oh, dude, this festival for us! Yeah! And Bradley just goes, Guys, come on, let's go! We got stuff to do! Fellas, well, um, we have to do a, a make a quick stop before um, the festivities start. So the two, the three of us, sorry, uh, just need to make a quick pit stop. We'll catch up before we, uh, we have our arrival with the team. Fine. And Randy comes up and goes, Okay, you guys do whatever you need to. We'll scout out here and I'll keep an eye on things and I'll keep uh, these guys in check, I guess. But be back quick because I don't know when this thing's starting. I think probably an hour, hour and a half. That should hopefully be enough time. That's an amazing recovery time for a surgery when you think about it. Like in, have the surgery and out and fully Not recovered a- within an hour and a half. That's fantastic. Yeah, the things they can do up here. Seems a bit unrealistic for me. Okay, let's go. Not a surgery. Let's, let's, uh, we'll see you guys there. DM, I do remind everyone when we're all together, I say, for whatever reason, just remember today, if you leave the ship, you have to say the password to get back on. Otherwise, it will be amazing here. I just want everyone to keep that in their mind. I just I I wanted to establish that I let everyone know that. Darian, lead the way. You guys go off to the Wonderworks workshop. And you walk up the uh, ethereal bridge all the way and you get greeted at the front by a familiar wooden person, a little puppet named Gaspacho. And you go, ah, oh, Patricia! You came back! I was worried you got killed by that mask guy. No, it, um, <clears throat> Darian is kind of caught, uh, caught off guard because he totally forgot that he uh, was Patricia to Gaspacho for a moment. And uh, it's like, <clears throat> yes, um, yeah, it was uh, some close calls there, but uh, we we made it out all right. Uh, is it all right if I, I step inside? Yeah, it's good news. Grim finished your eyes. So did Tristan. So it should be all good to go. Really? That's great. Mm-hmm. All right, grab my hand and I'll walk you there. Oh, and your friends too. Here's a hand. And uh. And he opens up a little slot in the back of his wooden puppet back, and he has a spare hand, and he gives it to Zip. He's like, here, you can have this other one to hold. Ooh. All right, <laughs> let's go, everybody. Ew, this thing's pretty annoying. <laughs> don't don't worry, Zip. He grows on you. You guys walk through the Wonder Workshop and you cross the bridge and you can see the wall of dolls still staring creepily at you guys as you go over. And you see the spinning cog wheel with the, the dimensional doors. By the way, guys, just uh, if you see a water cooler, just just don't look at it. Just don't acknowledge it. Just just keep walking. Okay. Perception check. <laughs> Ooh, all of us? Uh, yes, everybody. Ooh. What water cooler? Let me look. 17. <laughs> 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 Did you say don't? <laughs> 17 plus 7, 24. Uh, Norman, you got a... 8. Really bad. And Zippy? It's a 2 plus 5, 7. Okay. 
Darian, you are the only one to notice. <laughs> the blind guy sees. <laughs> With Pepper's head, Pepper's searching around, and you see over the corner, they're not where they were before, but they're, like, over at a corner, and you can see they're, like, trying to, like, like move up on a wall to get it to, like, hit their little lever to get the water out of their tank. And they're, like, trying, but they can't do it. They're, like, waddling and slamming into this wall, and they're like, come on, come on. And you see all of a sudden it turns and it sees you, and it's like, oh. <laughs> it like oh, no. locks eyes with you it's just like oh, oh. and you can see they're like slowly starting to waddle up <laughs> oh, no. but they're like quite a ways off they're like a hundred feet away okay. <laughs> all right gazpacho let's um let's pick up the pace a little bit darian why are you running uh no reason <laughs> slow down <laughs> he's sprinting hey! <laughs> <laughs> and you, you hear them like yelling and yelling and you run with everybody through the door and you're into Grimm's workshop. All these wooden puppets stringing around, and you see Grimm is working and tinkering at his desk there, and you can hear him go, Oh, who's that? Oh, Patricia! And his apron goes, Oh, fantastic. I, am- amazing. We were waiting for you. We finished your eyes. That's, that's amazing. I, uh, I have the catalysts with me, so we can, we can kind of do the final steps here. Amazing! All right, if you wanna give them over, and uh, I'll slot them in, and then let's let's get popping, huh? I want some wood from your eye tree. Right. Uh, sure. Uh, so uh, Darian uh, opens his bag, and he pulls out the bottle with the tinder soul in it, and he pulls out the vial of uh, Mir's uh, blood as the two catalysts, um, one for each eye. All right, nice. Oh, and hello, you two. Uh, How's it going? Uh, Gaspacho, do you need to lead them somewhere else? Mm, I don't know. I've just been holding their hands. <laughs> they're actually, um, they're here for me. Just, uh, you know, a, a kind of a more experimental magical procedure like this. You just never, you can never be sure of the results, right? Ah, uh, moral support. Oh, we're here to finish him off if it goes poorly. You know, I'm kind of a doctor myself. I tattooed these boys right on their their bodies. I'm kind of a needle man. <laughs> it's true, and actually, his he he got a natural twenty on mine, so I actually got this sick tattoo on my forearm. Do you want to see? I I put on a lab coat and everything. So if you need an assistant, doc, I'd be happy to help. Oh, that actually might help. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I usually just use one of our magical sewing kits, and I just keep sewing until all the HP's back, but. Uh, <laughs> if you got some actual clerical healing, I mean, I won't turn that down. If you need me to dig out his eyes to make better holes, well, I'm really good at that. I I, I did that a lot with my carrots growing up. Oh, do you got a do you got a special spoon too? It'll uh, yes, right here. Do you see Darian break a sweat in this conversation? <laughs> like, uh, it'll be just like planting a carrot right in his eye. Ooh. Uh, uh, yeah, pretty much. But you gotta really pull by the root, if you know what I mean. I don't, but I'm here to learn. Is there gonna be some kind of anesthetic <laughs> or something for this? I'm. I don't think we're in that time period, Darian. I really don't want to feel my retinas being ripped out of my head. Darian, do you want a quick surgery or not? Because I'm here to make this lickety split. I want an, an effective, safe, ideally painless surgery. You know, I've only done this on dolls, but they seem to appreciate the varnish rub I put on their chest when I do it. 
I think I'll pass on. Well, here, Doc. I know all about working. I'll teach you about working um, bodies because I tattooed them before. Um, and you uh, and you teach me about about putting eyes in dolls, and I think together we can make this happen. Sounds like a deal. And they put out their hand. All right, Darian, this is great. Uh, the apron just lo- is like turns to you with their little apron face, and they're like, "This is a terrible idea." <laughs> I hold Darian's hand. I hold Darian's hand, and I give it a squeeze, and I say, "You got this. It's gonna be okay." Yeah. Uh, well, hey, uh, let me let me. Let me uh, put this stuff in the eyes. Any preference, left or right, for which one? Uh, sure. Um, I'll make the tinder sole my right, and and I'll make the god's blood my left. And uh, do you think maybe we could just stick with um your procedures on this one you know zip i want to i want you to be you know ready for for you know what we have later today i don't want you to 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 waste any of those resources right now you know so i think maybe we'll just maybe we'll just stick with the workshop professionals on this one it's okay to be scared darian but i'll walk you through this every step of the way yeah sorry the thing is i don't really want my eyes uh, to have the analogy of a carrot that seems man i didn't think i'd wake up this morning Thinking I was going to do surgery. But they say carrots are good for your eyes. Hey, that makes a lot of sense now. Oh, man, I was born for this, Darian. Let me do it. Please, no. Please, gods, no. Oh, no. Oh, now you say no. Well, it's too late. I already got the coat on. <laughs> I'm kind of standing behind Darian, getting ready to cast hold person. If he start, if Darian decides to bolt, I'm like, okay, I got him. I like kind of look at Zippy. I'm like, okay, I'll get him if he bolts. Norman has flipped from like, I don't think this is a good idea. We shouldn't do it to like, I'm going to force this guy to get this surgery. Hey, you got on the ride, Darian. Now it's going up the hill and you got to get ready for when it plunges down the other side. You got this, buddy. Well, let's, um, again, I appreciated Zip. I think I'm just going to stick with the professional on this one. Someone knocked this guy out. He's talking silly. Okay, let's let's All do right, this. these are done. Uh okay, I'll put these down. Uh, all right, take your shirt off cuz we're going to put the varnish on. Uh I think I'll I'll pass on the varnish. Take it off. Got to rip it off. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> you you start ta- peeling him out of his wetsuit, like bringing it down from his shoulders and the wetsuit's peeling down. It's it's really like rubber, so it's not ripping, but you're peeling it down and, and some of your chest is exposed and he's like, all right, here we go. And he oh. slaps some on your chest, Darian. Well, this is a very strong chemical smell. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's called aloe vera. Please make a constitution saving throw to see if you stay conscious. Oh my gosh. Oh. Uh, that's a 15 plus one. It might as well have been a straight roll. So 16. You feel really woozy. You're, you're, the room is spinning and you feel like you're soon going to collapse. Are you going to give in or, or keep struggling? Uh, <laughs> Let it happen, Darian. Let it happen. It's okay. Is Good night, this, Darian. Good night. Is this, oh, gosh. Um, I, I, caress, I caress his hair. It's okay. Okay, shh, go to sleep. Count back from 100. Darian, against his better judgment, um, just passes out, just leans into it. <laughs> Pepper jumps out of your baby car, uh, your front carrier as you do that, goes, what? And is like crawling on uh, Normandy's shoulders. 
and you just slump to your knees and <laughs> and you fall over and you wake up and you're in the black freaking sea with the dream tree in the back you're like oh shit I haven't been here in a while <laughs> um, I haven't missed this and you're sleeping Norman and Zippy you look over and Darian's body is just like slumped and Grim goes all right, well, if ours works. All right, uh, I guess uh, let's uh, hop him up on the table. Here, help me, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You slump him on, and, and he's there. And Grim looks at you, says, All right, uh, okay, here's a spoon for you. Here's a spoon for me. And you're going to just, uh, how about you just put a finger on his wrist where his pulse is and just tell me if that's going weird. If it if it stops if it stops uh, just uh, if it if it stops I guess let me know. For everyone listening, Connor is freaking out right now. <laughs> no problem, no problem. But before we do that, can we can we write on the eyes like on the back where he can't see them? I don't see why not. I mean, as long as it's not a uh, uh, you know a chemical marker or something like. Come that. Come on, Norman, it'll be funny. He'll never know. Yeah, yeah. And when he's dead eventually, it'll be hilarious. You know, like a thousand years from now, when like people are looting his coffin in the future, like other treasure hunters, they're gonna go like, "Oh, what coffin is this?" And they open it, and they're gonna see a skeleton. They're like, "Oh!" And then if they only if they look really close, they're like, "Wait, there's something in this skull." Wait, there's two things, two eyes. They can turn him back. Normandy and Zippy, we're here. Oh, I can see it now. I wish I could be there to see it happen. All right, uh, the the left eye, the mirror, God's blood one. Uh, okay, uh, what what's the engraving here? To Darian, I always preferred your bald ass head. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we all? I always preferred bald ass head. That's pretty much all I can fit on the back of this eye. <laughs> From Zippy? Yeah, Zippy Westboro. Zippy Westboro. Okay. All right. The right eye, uh, the tender soul one. Uh, all right. Well, what do we want? Okay. I, E Y E, was here. Which is quite fitting, because it was an eye. There was an eye That's here. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Ooh, right. thank, thank you very much. I pride myself on that. And then, too bad we can't ever tell him about this. So, I was here, and then, uh, so was Normandy. That was it. And that's it. And Zippy. All right. There. And Zippy. What? Oh, right. well, oh, can we go back to the other eye and say, and Normandy as well? Oh, no, that one's mine. No, that one's full. I scratched out a lot of that one. I had to redo it quite a bit. Just do like ND on the, at the very bottom or something like that. Isn't this kind of nice? This is how you know, can always carry a part of you, right? Yes, close to the brain, not the heart. The apron speaks and it's like, he's going to hate you for this. And he's like, okay. Uh, all right, let me put these down here. Okay, you're on the pulse. You got a spoon. By the way, these are enchanted spoons that I've given both of us that really help. Just they cauterize any cuts or wounds or anything immediately, so this should be pretty safe. They're also good at playing spoons with. Okay, well now they're now they're not <laughs> sterile, but okay. Uh, oh, here you go. All right, let's do this. Medicine check. Zippy and Norman. I didn't watch you guys doing it. We're what? doing this. I said no! <laughs> <laughs> this isn't this this so what I wanted! I did not know this was This is what happen. happens when you play with these guys. I'm so scared. I, I am so scared. No! 
I love how much time we spent engraving your eyes. <laughs> Zippy, what'd you get? Um. Can I give him an inspiration? Can I say, oh, Zip, uh, don't a little screw late, up a little his late. Dang it! <laughs> Definitely got a natural one. You're kidding. <laughs> Plus five. So I got a six. All right, I'm dead. See you later, everybody. It's been fun. <laughs> I am. Um... He's like, why do I see writing on my eye? <laughs> Connor just fell out of his chair. I got 12 plus 5, 17. Okay. Norman. Yes. You're checking yeah. the pulse and everything. And Zippy, you're going for the left eye. Grim is going for the right. And you're starting to work. I don't think I necessarily have to describe this in any more detail than that. But, Zippy, as you're working, you do successfully remove the eye, but unfortunately, you were kind of sloppy in doing so. And you notice at one point, clip. And you're, you look at Grim, and Grim's working. He wasn't paying attention to you. And you kind of look, and you're like... Maybe that's not to mention I did that. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to keep this one to myself. And then you keep working. And Grim speaks to you and says, All right, that part's done. Also, what the hell? We're with his eyes. They look freaking cursed. Oh, they, they were. Um, long, long story short, uh, uh, it was, they were, yes. You could probably sell them for a high price. Well, either way, let's pop in these new ones. Here you go, Zippy, and here's me. All right. And the new eyes are inserted. All right, Zippy. Uh, got any uh, heals, or do you want me to get the sewing kit? No, I got it. I can, I can heal this right up. Mmm, I lay my hands down on this man's face. And just because I like Darian so much, he can have one of my level one cure wounds. <laughs> this is painful to watch Con for listeners connor has been face palming this entire time <laughs> as soon as you asked us to roll medicine <laughs> he went to such likes to, to bring zippy back and the moment he died for those who don't know in this room this spell is right beside my create and destroy water spell one of my favorite spells so that's how you know it means a lot to me <laughs> All right, roll healing. This is crazy. As a one. Oh boy. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> so what? Uh, this has gone so horribly wrong. Jay gets natural 20s all the time. So does Connor. And then the one time they have to get a nat one. I, I mean, the one time they get, a, they get a nat one when they can't afford it. You heal slightly. Well, I think it's done. And nobody else in the room can tell how much nobody in the else in the room can tell how much you healed. But you definitely healed them for one point. <laughs> Looks good to me. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. Like <laughs> Zippy truly is a psychopath. I'm not a doctor. I, Zippy is psychopath confirmed. I <laughs> you know, I'm actually pretty pleased with this. 
It's honestly like just on par with puppetry. It's, you know, the same difficulty. How does my side look, Doc? Hmm. Huh. <laughs> Not as good as mine, but you know what? I think his face was always like that. It was my first time. I just kind of, you know, dropped it in and put the soil right around it. Wait, soil? <laughs> Ooh. Well, whatever you want to call it. I just say it's like soil. But it, I had the tinder soil. If anything, soil should be on my side. Mm, okay. You know what? You know what? I think we did good today, doctor. And they put out a hand. This is like such a good morning. I should do this every morning. It's like a good cup of coffee. Because it wakes you right up. All right. Can we wake him up now? Should we slap him? They shake your hand and they're like, doctor, doctor. And they look at you, Norman. Yeah, doctor, doctor. That's me. We're all doctors here. I, I shake his hand too and I say, I'm not sure what I did, but I was happy to, to be a service. All right. Time to sterilize. Or should we do that before? A wee. I think you just put alcohol on it, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Here, let me, let, me put on my, let me put on my hat. There has to be one around here somewhere. It's in it's in the doctor's back pocket. <laughs> yeah, you notice there's one in his apron. <laughs> I knew it. As you put on your straw drunkard's hat. Um and Grim goes over to a little shelf where he has some plants and he breaks off the stem of this one leaf. He's like, you know what? If he scream if he wakes up screaming in pain, we'll just put more varnish on him. Alright, ready? And they put it under your nose, oh, Darian. Boy. <laughs> And you feel, you're waking up. And you wake up. And you feel a little pain. Honestly, not nearly as much as you thought, really. But you're going to blink your eyes. And you're, you can see it's, before you just saw black, but now you're seeing bright white. It's almost like it's the last thing you saw. The last thing you saw was Serial's gaze. And Draken's death. That blinding light. And you're finally seeing with your own eyes again. Similar image. The blinding light. And for a second, like, probably a little bit of PTSD kicks in. And and you're kind of shaking and nervous as you're coming from this sleepy state. It's almost like you're waking into a nightmare. And then you just hear... Hey, kid. And then you wake up. What? And, you, and you're blinking and blinking like crazy. And you're lo- looking around the room. And you can see with your own eyes. It's not Pepper's vision. You can see Pepper. And you're blinking and blinking. But you notice as you're blinking. Only your right eye is actually blinking. Your left one feels like it's sagging like can't blink it it feels like your eyelid doesn't work on your left eye no but you can see how much like health did i lose how much pain am i in you lost after zippy's healing you lost a total of 11 points nice thanks for the thanks for the help zip you're welcome but your left eye feels like it's shut. Like you, like you can't use your eyelid to open it. Have you ever seen uh, the little known show Naruto? You're basically Kakashi now. Oh, 
<laughs> you, got, you got one of your eyes that it's just like constantly closed. And you probably have a Sharingan underneath. So jumping back to your, your descriptor, like that that moment, that that voice. Um, like when Darian kind of like snaps to, um, there's just like, he's just like, in a very, in split seconds, he's like covered in sweat. Um, and he, when he sat up, he actually, it's, he was like, he was breathless. It's like, he's been sucker punched in the gut and is having trouble finding his breath, um, from reliving that moment and that seeing Draken's death and perceiving what sounds like hearing his voice. He, he shoots up and he's like, Whoa, whoa, it's okay. Darren, I'll get the fire dish. Oh, yeah, put it on. Darian, and I, I I go in front of him and I put my hand on his shoulders. Darren, it's and okay. He's, Hold on. And he's, Slow your breathing. I heard it. I heard, I heard Draken's voice. I, I, I can, when Darian says that, I slowly like look back at Zippy and the doctor like what do you say? I can Norman I can I can see your face I, I, oh yes hi uh, <clears throat> we could see your face this whole time yeah but it's it's not it's not the same it's, it's and, isn't it the same? sorry is my field of view is my field of view n- more narrow? Is that... And Darian starts touching his face and sees that he can't open his eye. What happened to my eye? Why, why can't I open my eye right now? What's going on? Doc, I think you really messed up your side. He's still sleeping on the other side. What? Uh, what? Wait. Like, he's still sleeping on my side and yours is wide awake. Something's wait, wrong. I, I don't know if that was the doctor's side, Zip. Uh... Well, maybe it was. No, no, mine's the side with that's still closed. Because Zippy, you weren't sleeping. supposed to have me? a side. He's I'd having said, a nightmare. I said, I said to let him do it. Why did you, why did you scoop my eyes, Zippy? What is going on? He, he needed a bunch of work done all at once. You know, we we were there to help. You know, uh, it all kind of went. So Regardless, quickly. this might be a this might be a side effect of the varnish, but but I I assume it'll wear off within like a day. You know, nerve endings take longer to heal than flesh and bone, so... Exactly! I mean, listen, I haven't done this before, and I think you should be glad that you can see it all. Darian, I needed a win today. I hope you can understand. You needed a win? You... You fucked up my eye, Zip! What is a win? Uh, Hold on, hold on. Let's see... Let's see the good in this. But this was supposed to... You should thank him that you're all healed right now. You should thank him that you're feeling as good as you do. I definitely don't... Do not feel 100%. Well, uh, who would after surgery? I mean, come That's on. That's a good point. You know, you're actually bouncing back very quickly. Now, what if we take the 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 glasses you have, the goggles, and we turn them into moggles? You know, just like a one eye, like an eye patch. You know, and that way you can kind of like the best of both. That's that's. It'll be so disorienting. I'm I'm not gonna hit a thing if I have one eye coming out of pepper and one eye coming out of my own head. I just. Well, maybe you just have it up here that you can, like, flick it down, you know, when you're like, oh, you know, pepper go, and then you can, like, see two angles to get, like, improved 
accuracy or something, but... Uh, maybe with the proper training, but not fresh out of the gate. We're about to do something very important, and I... Would, I needed both eyes for this. I, really, no, I got an idea. Where's the sovereign glue? Can, you you probably have some other healings, right? I'm sorry, if Grim. Can this this must be something else you can do to fix this? Is there like a, some other healer in the shop that can that can fix this? Uh, again, I can sew. I can sew it open. But you know, honestly, on the bright side, I think it's best that that eyes closed because. There's kind of some chaotic power that was coming out a little bit once we like slotted it in, so might be best to keep that one under wraps until maybe your body attunes. Now, DM, which eye is the one that works? Is it the mirror eye or the like the the lightning god? The Tindersoul eye? eye is the one that works. Okay, Tindersoul. Hey, the OG Tindersoul. Okay, cool. <sighs> Doctor, you're saying it's a good thing this happened, right? <laughs> Don't you try and backpedal on this now, Zippy. <laughs> I'm not backpedaling. I look. <laughs> I, everything turned out great in my eyes. I think it's a fortunate accident. I resurrected you for this. Oh my! Literally half an hour ago, we you, like we didn't even think you had eyes this whole journey. Now you have one. D- this is a miracle. Zippy, just <laughs> doctor. Stop. Doctor, they stick out their hand to shake. <laughs> oh, I want it on trim. Is there any way to, like, guarantee that this eye will, like, heal? Like, what if you... It's like a magical thread, right? What if... If you, like, sewed it shut and it had its time to, like, do its thing, can I be sure that it will... That it will fix it at some point? Because I don't... I don't know if just leaving it's gonna do anything. We magically fucked it up. Don't we need to, like, magically fix it or something? Uh... Yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I say, let's give it a day. You know, it is a different magic. It's the blood. You know, like when I first got my tattoo with Mia's blood, it took a couple days for it to do its thing. Maybe that's all that's what's going on. I think it, I think it's best. We sew it shut. We let it do its thing. We let it attune. And then when you come back later this evening, when we come to harvest uh, the wood, because uh, you will come back for that, right? Uh, then I'll take it off and we'll see if it works. And if not, then, uh, you know, maybe I'll phone up uh, some, of the, some of the higher up people I know. Doctor, the phrase is, we'll go from there. That way it's not committal and you still have options. Exactly. To, like, yeah. Later. Yes, we'll go from Thank there. Thank you, Doctor. <sighs> no, no problem, Doctor. Oh, I like this white coat thing. Yes, let's. Yeah, use the healing thread on it, I guess. And, um. Yeah, we can just wrap it up for now. And. Hopefully that fix my, fixes the eyelid. Okay. Now, by the way, Darian, when your eyes are closed, do you see faintly any kind of writing at all? W- no, I... Okay, just wondering. Maybe you got like a message from beyond. Okay, never mind. No, the... The only thing I saw was the... Was... The only thing I saw was that last moment in the prison before I went blind, and uh, then it it focused into now, and so, yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's let's just sew this up. We have let's just sew it up, and uh, we'll wrap it up, and we'll get back to it. All right, let me get at this eye then. Get the fuck away, Zip! I, you've had your turn today. <laughs> hey. <laughs> 
and Grim goes and sews your eye shut, your left eye. I um, Doc, do you have like um, like a piece of cloth or something? Uh, yeah, here. And he hands you like a, a workshop cloth. Uh, okay. Well, like, is it long enough that I could like tie it? Yep. Yeah, I I take it and I I kind of just tie it around, so that uh left eye is is just covered for the time being. Because I feel like walking around with like a visible sewn shut eye might look a little unnerving to somebody. So yes. <laughs> Gaspacho goes to you and says, "Patricia, you look amazing. You look just like me." Uh, I'll take say thank I'm, you, Darian. I'm gonna take that as a compliment. Thank you, Gaspacho. Yes. Anyways, Patricia, I gotta escort you out because Grim's a busy guy and we got lots of other Patricias to send in here for appointments. Right. Uh, yes. So the the plan is I'll, uh, we'll be back later this evening to, to, to check in on the eye. Yep. And oh, oh, one last thing. Just make sure it starts. He goes back to his little shelf with plants. He grabs some soil and he just poof, blows it in your face like dust. And you can just feel your right eye. All of a sudden, your vision turns green as a little spot in your peripheral vision starts getting like blacked out a little bit. And then your vision goes back to normal. But your peripheral vision has like a little a blank spot, a little black circle. And Zippy and Norman, you notice a little sprout has grown out of Darian's green mechanical tinder soul eye. What? Ew. Darren, you got something right there. It's like a Pinocchio nose, so don't be lying. <laughs> I uh, I kind of uh, touch it. I go, um, how fast is this going to grow? I have some important impor- uh, appointments today. Oh, it, it won't go that fast. Uh, I'm probably going to go get some druids to help or something with this later, but that's just to make sure at least that it's started. It'll stop growing now. Okay. Uh, sure. Yeah. Well, the we'll be back. Um, we'll be back this evening then. And you all leave the workshop, and you're walking down the ethereal steps, the ethereal bridge, back to the mainland. And you can see fireworks. It's like whimsy world, but on the main world now. The festival is beginning. You can hear an announcement go, Everyone! The Brazeman Brouhaha's will start making their ascent soon! To go see the king! As Darian's walking along, you see he's he's kind of just like soaking in the view. Because it's the for the first time in you know quite a while that he's been able to actually like look at the world, even partially from his own <laughs> eyes. And um so he has this little bit of like a awestruck face on a look. And that's where we're going to take a break. Everybody, midroll Seth here, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do this quick so you can get right back into well the beginning of the heist. Uh, 
First off, our legend tier patrons. Let me read them off. We got Randy, Brandon, and Hildtimer. And of course, a new addition this week. We have Jacob, but but not the Jacob you're used to. Another person named Jacob. Thank you for joining, uh, Jacob. Uh, I'm sh- I'm sure you have similar zippy energy. Uh, but thank you to not only our legends, but also to all the patrons in the Cheapskate family. We could not make this show without you. And if you want to become a Cheapskate officially, uh, you can join our Patreon at one of the many tiers. We have what I would recommend, the $2 tier, where for $2 you get access to our Discord, where we run, run uh, one-shots, play games like Jackbox and Among Us, and do some live listens to some episodes and just hang out with cool people there. Um, if you want a free community, though... Uh, we do have our Reddit page, uh, r slash cheaper by the dungeon, shout out to them, where we do like episode discussion posts and stuff like that. So that's always good. And, uh, yeah. And if you want to connect with us on social media, Instagram, cheaper by cheaper dungeon, sorry, uh, Twitter, uh, at cheaper dungeon, and then Facebook, just uh, cheaper by the dungeon, just type it in. Uh, you'll, you'll find it. Um, but yeah, you can connect with us there, share our stuff, and if you also want to support in a, a non-financial way, you can always rate us on iTunes or Podchaser, any of those places. Uh, it helps us out a lot, and it means a lot to us. Um, so yeah, uh, next episode will be going up two weeks from now, of course, on October 26th, right next to Hallow's Eve. Well, a few days away, but you get the idea. It'll be spooky, maybe, I guess. Uh, maybe it'll be spooky based on how this episode ends, but no spoilers from me. Um, I hope you enjoy it, and I will talk to you all then. Bye, everybody. And we're back. And Darren kind of has his eyes back, so congratulations. Man, these last couple episodes, everything's been returning. Zippy, your eyesight, Norman, who knows what will return for you. <laughs> maybe maybe Royce. <laughs> maybe Bo-bo-bo. Strand. I don't know. <laughs> but either way, you guys are moving, and you enter in to the festival. The festival is is active it's different than what whimsy world is because people are actively just like celebrating holding like flags of the basement brouhaha's um and people notice you guys in the wetsuits as you're walking through the crowds and they're like you're part of the team what crazy and they're like freaking out uh and zippy and norman you're kind of like okay sure go with it um but you're moving through the crowds and they tell you oh you guys got to go with the rest of the team they're up there they're up there and you're parting through the crowds and you're going and you start seeing the team. The, you see a team of other people. You recognize uh, Darian, the rest of the, the actual players and the other coach. Uh, and they're not wearing wetsuits. <laughs> Only you guys are. Uh, they're wearing like, they're dressed to the nines like because they're going to meet the king. So you guys kind of miscalculated. But as you're walking up, you notice with your passive perception out of the corner of your eye, Robin is talking. She's kind of separated from the group just slightly and she's talking quite friendly and like happily it seems to this weird, tall, very colorfully dressed with these long striped stockings and like elf-like, Christmas elf-like shoes person um, with this long mane uh, of a tabaxi hair. Uh, as you noticed, Norman, 
That's the same clothes as the Baron. But they definitely weren't a tabaxi. And people mentioned he was an elf, and you heard before he was a dragonborn. Obviously, they probably are a changeling, but the Baron seems to be talking with Robin. Oh! I... I was in disguise back then. I... I should be okay. I should be okay. I was pretty sure I was in disguise back then. I, but I still keep a low profile. I go and I kind of angle myself to stand behind Darian a little bit as we walk past. Oh, man. You guys keep walking, and the coach comes to meet you guys. Says, oh, amazing. You're here. Oh, great. Just in time. We're about to start, and we're going to meet the king. Also, I heard about the wetsuit thing. It's completely off base. But, hey, you're new. You were a part of this win. We couldn't do it without you. Wear whatever the hell you want. Whose idea was the wetsuits again? <laughs> I think it was Bradley's or Randy's, maybe. You see in the back that the team, the team is like throwing and cheering somebody. You see thrown into the air is Bradley. And they're like, Bradley. And he's like, hey, it was mine. It looks great. And then he falls back down <laughs> into the crowd as they catch him and they keep tossing him. Uh, everybody around is like cheering and everything. And you can see a wooden platform stage uh, in, in front and you see it's in the center square and all of a sudden coming to the team and watch, marching up onto uh, the platform are these two wizards with this elaborate robes and a wide-brimmed wizard hat, almost like the one that the painted Verulius was wearing. Mm. And you notice that it's a blue bullywug and also a very tall thin, slender Kenku. And you hear the blue bullywug go, Yes, hello, everyone. Quiet down, quiet down. We're just about to begin. And as they say that, you look over Norman and you can see the Baron all of a sudden changes and they look like a tall skeleton person, like Robin, like imitating them. And they kind of just wave at Robin as they make their way through the crowd as it seems like they're leaving. And Robin rejoins you guys and you see everybody is starting to quiet down robin who are you speaking with robin just goes oh uh, just an old friend it was so nice to meet him (laughs) you know the baron oh yeah we we go way back silence everyone we're about to Ah! we're about to start all right you two come up and they're pointing at the coach and you, Darian. <laughs> right. Of, of course. We have the Pyre Pitch League winners for this season. The ones who are going to be meeting the king today. Uh, let's give a big hand for the Basement Brouhaha Coaches. And everybody's just cheering and cheering as you guys make your way up the stage. Now, how... Did you bring this underrated, previously not performing team all the way to the victory? All the way to here? And they pass, like, their thaumaturgy mic to you guys. And the coach seems, like, frozen with stage fright, the one next to you. Darian, seeing him kind of freezing in the moment, kind of just slowly grabs the microphone and says, Well, it was... With a lot of hard work and determination. You know, going into this season, the Basement Brouhaha's were a bit of an underdog team. You know, people didn't think that we would actually be able to take the championship this year. But through our grit, our hard work, 
and our new patented training regiment, we were able to put together an excellent team that managed to take this year's championship. Performance check. All right. Uh, 11 total. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the bullywug takes the microphone back and goes, so uh, inspiring. All right. Um, either way, let's bring the rest of the team up here. The ones who did it. The Basement Brouhaha's! And you guys all start. Norman, Zippy, you see Apophis nod at you. Randy's whispers in your ears like, It's go time. Let's do it. No turning back. What are you guys doing as you're up there? Are you, like, entertaining the crowd? Are you just trying to stay, like, out of sight? Uh, I'm, I smile and nod and, and wave, but I'm not, like, hands up in the air or anything like that. I, I'm acknowledging the crowd, but... I'm kind of assuming it's like, oh, he's like a, a third line player. You know, I'm there if like a bunch of people get injured kind of thing. So I'm like waving. Just a little bit. I'm smiling and waving. <laughs> Smile and wave, boys. <laughs> and you guys are seeing the crowd of people and they're like, go, go give the king. Just, just give him a hug from us. We love, we miss him. Cause just tell us how he's doing and make sure he's okay. And other people are like, you've earned it. Get his blessing. Get that crystal card. Make sure you're going in. And everybody are like cheering you guys to really make the most of your time with the king. It seems like nobody really ever gets to see the king, um, at least in recent years. And Blue Bullywug goes, yes, let us go meet Ferulius. All right. Us wizard council members will preside over this. And we'll make sure that they are returned safely with Verulius' blessing. And when we return, we will share a word from the king for all of you, just as normal. And you can tell it's kind of like this is very rehearsed for the Blue Bullywug. This doesn't seem very um, genuine. Without further ado, let us make our journey to the Wizard King Castle. And you go off the stage to the back. In the back, there's a path like roped off and people are cheering and, and, and waving flags and the other team members you're with are like eating it up and you can see you're moving off of the main island and you're getting to the ethereal bridge that leads to the wizard king's castle which is a separate floating island that's covered by these thick woods and as you're going please make a perception check everyone 13 uh, 15 that's a 15 plus 5, so a 20. Zippy, you notice most of all that in the windows of some of the houses that are on the way as you're walking down the main street to get to the bridge, you notice in the w- windows there's some wizard guards just watching with wands readied. And you see overhead there's wizards flying on some brooms, some wizard guards. It seems like everywhere is on maximum security. Wow. Uh, And you can just get that vibe and even see some evidence of it. As you can tell, this is high. Everybody's on high alert since the crystal uh, disappeared and since the druids um, wrecked the farm. Guys, this this, seems like they're on high alert. It's going to be really hard to break off and you know, do what we need to do. Yes, but maybe that's why going underwater was the right call all along. Maybe they'll expect us the least there. We just have to get there. Maybe we should 
hold this conversation. <laughs> I'll agree. Maybe we should keep it down. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. I was the one whispering. Norman did. Norman spoke just out loud. I, yeah, I can't, I think I can't help it. For a bard, he's a little, like, tone deaf, you know? I don't know. I don't understand. Wow, guys, just keep looking forward and keep walking, okay? <laughs> you start crossing the ethereal bridge, and as you're going, you hear Bradley and Apophis go, Yahoo, let's do it! Basement brouhaha! Basement brouhaha! And they're, like, cheering and starting a chant, and they're really making sure that the energy is lively. Um as you're crossing and you enter and as you step foot, you step foot on a cobblestone path in the middle of these wooded area uh, with a large wizard tower looming in the distance and you're walking and Randy says okay, wait a bit make our way probably halfway to the castle and then I'll give a signal to Poffus and Bradley, cause a little distraction, make sure you guys dip, okay, it's to the left keep walking You'll find a little clearing. It's about two kilometers away from the left side of the castle. Just keep that in mind, okay? Okay. And you keep walking. And you hear the blue bullywug and the silent tall Kenku are walking you. And the blue bullywug just says, Well, everyone, we are going to meet my grandfather. So there's quite a few rules you need to know before we enter into the castle. And... Letitia. And you see the Kenku peers up as they've been looking down, just straight down the whole time. They, their head perks up as they look forward. And you can see the Cyclops, the other wizard council member, Letitia, who is in charge of the crystal uh, uh, search party, uh, is walking down. And you can see they're carrying a large chain in their, in their right fist. And they're walking. And the blue bullywug just turns to all and says, ah, Just one moment, please. Okay. And they separate and they walk ahead and tell you guys to stay there. This could be a moment to dip. Or you could wait. What would you like to do? Oh! I mean, this has nothing to do with Apophis. And we haven't heard from Randy. Guys, this could, this could be our moment to dip. And I mean literally dip. Ooh, nice. Norris feels very subcon- very, uh, self-conscious about his voice so he's gonna whisper he's like very cool well we could pass without a trace yeah it's uh are there any hmm, are there any guards like walking there's not any guards walking behind us or anything right like so if we were to like you know activate pass without a trace to try and like hush sounds and stuff like yeah do you think that would it wouldn't be noticed really You've been keeping quite an eye on your surroundings, especially Zippy, since he's, he rode so high earlier. And yeah, the last ones you saw were at the end of the bridge at the entrance to this island. Um, you haven't seen really any since, and you look into the woods and you can't really tell any nearby. I kind of want to see what happens with the Cyclops in the chain, though. Wouldn't the blue bullywog know that we were gone, though, if we just dip? Well, I've, well I the feel like, party. like that's going to be at any point, though, right? Can't we just, uh, but there could be a time where we're just like, I gotta use the bathroom over here. And we like to all go together. <laughs> I, I personally think we should wait until the Cyclops leaves because she will, she may recognize it. Ooh, she might recognize us now. Maybe now is our time. Uh, oh, but there's nothing wrong with being on the team. She wouldn't know that we're not on the team. Ooh. Because this is that, the Cyclops that 
uh, Randy knows. Pin me right? against the wall. Yeah, she pinned me yeah. against. The wall. Yeah, well, the one that you guys talked to. Yeah, when after Zippy's death. I don't know if we should run with her around. We might want to wait for her to leave. Time slows, as we all think. Except, <laughs> think exceptionally quickly. Oh, um, we're all speaking with our eyes, looking at each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, it does feel like it's probably like as good a time as any. Like, because I feel like the bathroom strategy is like we're gonna have to go inside. So if that's gonna happen, we're gonna have to go inside and then break out of it to get outside and then get to the aquatic entrance so breaking off before we get inside the castle seems like the best option the only thing i'm thinking of is like she's a very powerful spellcaster, um and also i was probably one of the worst people to look suspicious in front of <laughs> so i just feel like it's it's got a big risk with it i say we wait until she leaves i don't think she's escorting us inside Man, she might connect us all with the chain. She might freaking connect us all with the chain as a safety precaution for the king. We don't no idea what that chain's gonna do. So are you staying? I shoot Randy a quick look. Just to like kind of gauge like if he thinks now's a good time too, or if he thinks doing it in front of her is like too risky. Letitia and the blue bullywig are about forty-five feet in front of you. So a bit of a distance. And you look at Randy, and he kind of understands, and he just kind of goes, like, shrugs, like, could, okay. could good as time as any, could be now, could be later. The DM is well, giving no, us nothing. No, that, oh, that is man. that is something, though, because I was worried that she might be, you know, really powerful and see right through what we're about to do. But if he doesn't have any insight on that, she could. That still gives us something. So, like, you don't have to cast a spell. We can just bolt like, or dip. We don't have to cast a spell to do this. Right, but we're all going to have to make stealth checks, <laughs> so I'd yeah, rather yeah. have the spell. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's pull the trigger. You down, Zippy? I'm down to clown. I'm already on a roll today with uh, a successful eye surgery. <laughs> and um... Clearly. Okay. I freaking want to know what's going to happen with her, though. Then I, um, after Darian kind of sees from Randy the... I mean, yeah, sure. And, you know, the three of us are kind of just like, okay. Uh, you see Darian kind of lowers his hands and does a few uh, signs and casts Pass Without a Trace. Uh, only on myself, Zippy, and Norman. Um, and then, uh, you know, start darting out to the uh, to the trees. Everybody roll stealth. Oh, and add that plus 10 from the, from the spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, 32 for me. Holy. <laughs> uh, that's only a 26 for me. That's a 5 plus 4 plus 10, so that's a 19. Okay. This is why we cast it, people. This is why we yeah. cast <laughs> yeah. it. Good job. Good job. You all nod at Randy. Randy nods back, and you slip away into the woods next to it. Oh. And you quickly dart, quickly. And Randy immediately kind of like goes in for like a group team hug in the back. So it's like if you were there, you might be like obscured by that. And he's like, oh, yeah, guys. Um, and they're all still celebrating. They're like, who are you? <laughs> Zippy, with your high perception that you rolled before, you take a glance back. 
And now that you're not staring dead on towards Letitia, you can see from the side angle as you're running through the woods and looking back, you can see behind Letitia, the chain continues and it goes into handcuffs, null stone handcuffs uh. that bind all these people together. <laughs> and these people have these muzzles. It's like null stone muzzles to stop any verbal spell components or anything weird with that over their mouth and nose. These like masks. As you can see, all these different people, you, you don't really recognize who, who these people are. There's some furbolg, there's some elves, there's some gnomes. But the one you do notice in the lineup is a Lamasu. <sighs> that sphinx like lion, and it's got some nullstone stuff around its paws and a muzzle over its mouth. The druids were found in the painted world as they searched. What? Of course that would happen. It only makes sense. Frank. Um Sippy hesitates and stops for a second as uh, while the other two are kind of you know, ushering along. We gotta go. Guys, wait, wait. The druids, they, they got, Sip. they got captured. There's nothing we can do now. Maybe later, when it's the right time. But, 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 uh. What are you gonna do, fight them right now here on the bridge? But it's on me. It's on, like, I, I don't know. Guys, help. I don't know what to do. Darian just kind of like scoops up Zippy and he's like, I'm really sorry, but we need to move and just carries Zippy to the trees. As we step into the tree line, it's a little more safe. I, I set Zippy back down and go, I'm I'm sorry. I know what you're feeling, but I there's nothing we can do for them here now in this moment. But we can if you think it's important, we can try and save them. It's really important. We can't, we can't just leave them. Like, they trusted me. I said I'd come back for them. Okay, well, there'll be a time. We'll keep our eyes. There'll be a moment that we'll be able to strike, but it's not right now. She has them in handcuffs and she's watching them. We'll have to find a proper time. We have extra incentive to make sure this heist goes well and we don't have to, you know, get chased out of Jadu. Okay, but... You guys have to promise we will at least try or do something. Of course. I promise to help you in whatever way I can. Okay, let's get on with the heist, but... I'm sorry if I'm... I might be distracted for the next little bit. I cast Modify Memory and erase Zippy's memory of this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> no, we need you focus, Zippy. Sorry, yeah. buddy. <laughs> That'd be so bad. You all start making your way through the forest, maybe with a new sense of gravity of the situation, and you're making your way through, and you come upon a little bit of a clearing with a pond, and you notice from the tree line that that's a pond that looks pretty close to the, to the left side of the castle and kind of small, but you look, and then you see some rippling the water and then you see two wizard guards bullywugs come stepping climbing out of the pond and immediately press the digitation themselves dry and that you just hear them over talking man can you believe it we still haven't found the crystal yeah i don't know we just gotta hope that we can find that I, 
I don't want to see what happens when Verulius wakes up. We know he's alive. And they walk off into the woods. Not towards us, though. Not towards you. Basically the opposite way. Hey, Darian, take the lead on this. Will you? Um, <clears throat> all right. I uh, move forward up to kind of the side of the pool or the pond, kind of as close as we can get so I can look kind of in, trying to see, like, they walked out. So I'm assuming there's, like, some kind of, like, steps or structure, something we can see just below the surface. Am I able to to make out what I see under the water? You try to look, and you can see that there is kind of, like, a little cave down there. It seems to be relatively deep, basically, like, seven feet deep, standing height. Uh, and then you'd go down, and there's a, a bit of a of a cave. Do you guys want me to go scout it out, or do we want to just go for it? I think time's of the essence. Um, you're a ranger, right? You don't get too many, too many times to scout. This might be like your specialty moment. <laughs> you know, because we have such a good track record with splitting the party, of course. If it uh, makes you feel important, I'm all down for it. You could send Peppa. <laughs> I know that you're not. That's a that's a, a touchy subject right now. She's but not you could do very good at swimming. Also, she's not. She's here. too young. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll say you left Pepper. You left Pepper with Randy and them. Mm. Um, Never mind. That would be an awful idea. Wouldn't say anything. <laughs> so you see Darian reach into his pocket and he pulls out a water cap, and he's had this one for a while because this is a water oh, cap wow. of underwater breathing, <laughs> 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 and he takes it. And he snaps it on his head and goes, okay, just wait here for one moment. I'll stay in the water. This will help me breathe. And I, I run over and uh, oh, uh, I do like one of those like, you know, really clean dives where like you don't like, you know, you don't splash. It's just like a scoop. Like it just like, you know, it's a very clean, just like silent dive into the pond. I want to check. Athletics Norman. check. Yeah. Norman, <laughs> I want, Norman, I want you to know. Now that he's gone, okay. I could have easily turned into a fish and just scouted out. <laughs> but I wanted him to have this. You know? <laughs> That's true. You know, he needs the he needs the win ever since his eye went so bad. He needs a win. <laughs> the doctor really f- fucked up his one eye. <laughs> you know, I had a sneaking suspicion things were gonna go downhill when he had us do the surgery because, like, what are we supposed to do? We're not professionals, but it's really on him. It's his practice. What was he doing? Letting us, like, man, that he he could be sued for that seriously. He's I mean, really we're just as at fault as as I mean, we're just as much victims as Darian was. Darian diving into the water and his head is just like, I told him not to do it. I told him to let the doctor do it. <laughs> um, that is a 19 plus 10 on my athletics. So 29. All right. Yeah, you do it silently and you dive under and you go through the cave a little bit and you can see it's 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 about, it like opens up, it gets wider and deeper in the cave till it's about 10, 11 feet tall. But it's narrow, it's thin, like like a, a hallway. And you're going down, and then you notice you come across a door. A, a, just a stone slab door with a slit in the middle to part. And you notice there's like a plate, a circular plate on the floor. And you look up, and there's a circular plate on the ceiling. Um, 
If like uh, upon like further inspection, does it look like I would need to like not that I'm going to do this, but like need to like stand on the plate basically to kind of activate the door to like stand there? It does seem to be kind of a pressure plate situation. Okay, I'm not gonna do that because I don't want to accidentally go inside without them. Um, and I mean Zippy's got the doorknob too. Um, so yeah, no, with that information, that's good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna press my luck there. I make my way back to um, the guys. And as I get to the surface, I just kind of slowly poke my head out, do a little, you know, survey around, make sure nobody else is coming by. And if the coast is clear, I'll, I'll come out to, to rejoin them. Coast is clear. Right on. And that's when I said cabbages, not in my farm. Oh, hey, Darian, you're back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, I think I found the way in. It looks to be some... We're going to have to do a bit of bit of swimming. It's a bit farther than we thought, but through a narrow passage, there's some pressure plates. Once we stand on those, we should be able to get inside. If that doesn't work, Zippy, have your doorknob at the ready, and then we'll just have to kind of make our way in. It might get a little bit wet in there, but, you know, we'll at least get inside. Well, you got more bottle caps for us? Bottle caps? Swim caps, he means. Swim caps, whatever. <laughs> uh, afraid not. This is uh, this is all I got. Okay, well, I'll, I'll really inhale. You hear in the distance the voices. Oh shoot! I forgot something in the cave. Oh. Okay, uh, one sec. I'll be back. And you hear some rustling in the woods. It's not like coming from behind us, is it? No, you. But you can hear it like in the distance. You just mm. like somebody was like, "Oh shit!" Okay, I gotta go back get something. Okay, I uh, kind of like grab the guys and like shove them down and in, into the bushes, kind of where we've been regrouping. I'm like, "Wait!" Shh. You dive into the bushes and you see the bullywug comes back and descends down, and then you see them come up and they'll be like, "Oh, actually, I need your help. Come on, Carl!" And they call. And then the other bullywug comes and is just kind of annoyed and then walks down with them. And they walk down into the cave. I want to go, like, poke my head underwater and just, like, try and see if I can see what they're doing in front of the door. You look down and you can see that the bullywugs, basically, they walk down and they grab one of their hands and they're like floating up and they push off each other so that one hits the ceiling and he hits the bottom because you need that like enough pressure and swimming into it won't work. So they push off each other just to give them enough momentum to press on the plates. And then you can see out of the door, a circular stone shape, like a circular vault knob comes out with four pipes out of it, all different colors. And give me a perception check if you can see which colors they are. Oh, hopefully. I have a plus seven, so pretty good at perception. We got a chance. Uh, 14 plus seven, so that's 21. 21. Okay. You can tell there's a red, green, blue, and black pipe. They grab the blue and black ones and then spin it like a vault wall wheel. And you see the door cracks open. 
and they walk, swim inside, and the door closes behind them. But just as it closes, you feel a wave of just cold water. It's like the temperature change leaks out and then returns back to normal. So there's... Oh, yeah. Okay. There's going to be a little more swimming than we thought. Good to know. Good to know. Okay. Uh, yeah, I go back up to the surface um, to rejoin with the guys. And I, for the sake of not trying to repeat everything, I reiterate what I saw to let them know how we can get to the, through the first door. And then jumping off the tail end of that, I add in the... And with the, with the temperature change, the only thing I can suspect is that there's more water on the other side. So unfortunately, that's as far as I can see and make out. But having a good first step, at least on the first, on this puzzle, is going to give you more time for breathing, unless you want to use something else during that time. I left my space beetle back on the ship, which is a stupid idea now, (laughs) seeing how it gives us air. I think we just got to take our chances and hold my breath mm-hmm. and sip you too. Oh, unless he turns into a fish. Well, how good are you at holding your breath? Uh, we'll see. Well, hmm. Well, I'll be fine. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I could turn into like a giant octopus and, and like maybe create like a room. With, you could always turn me into a fish, you know. If, oh uh, yeah, things got really yeah, yeah. You know, I've never been a fish, so that'd be kind of cool. I have the, <laughs> I have the, um, the gloves. Um, with my gloves of sharing, uh, Norman, I could turn you. I don't know. I'm thinking a seahorse. Ooh, I mean, I love the charismatic. Like, you know, they're they're definitely a graceful creature, but I I would like to be something, you know, maybe with a little bit more strength. Who knows what we're gonna face in there. How about a, how about like a dock spider? You know, you see when you go camping. Oh, the only problem with that is that I need to go underwater. That's a problem. All right. Um, <laughs> how about a giant seahorse? <laughs> a dire seahorse. <laughs> I I will not. A, a beggar's can't be choosers. If if I'm a dire a seahorse, then so be it. But just remember, the bigger the creature, the more I'm able to help you guys. So, yeah, let's turn you into a dire seahorse, and then I get to be a reef shark. <laughs> okay, sweet. Oh, and Darian, I hope you enjoy your little <laughs> swimming cap. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> All right, Norman, give me a nay. Nay. <laughs> Zippy, you. Walk to the edge of the pond, so you to Norman. You go to Norman, you put the gloves on, and you make, uh, with the gloves of sharing, you can use a free wild shape point to, uh, to put on your uh, friend. Um, and you turn him into a dire seahorse, <laughs> which is just an abnormally large seahorse. And seahorses kind of look creepy in the face if you've actually stared at one pretty closely. And I imagine you kind of make a long face cloppy hooves like sound, Norman, before you flop into the water in the pond. Shippy. Yeah, shippy. <laughs> shippy. And then slaps into the pond. Zippy, you transform into a reef shark. Still kind of big. It's going to be a tight fit, but 
your your sea animals. And Darian, you just snap that cap a little to your forehead and you're good to go. I swim up to Darian and I uh, offer for him to ride on my back because I'm reading the stat block and it says aquatic elves can train these as mounts. Right on. Sure. Right on. <laughs> I'll ride a dire seahorse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you ride you ride Norman Fish, Norman Sea Horse. Ah, <laughs> sick. Norman Sea, and you and you ride. Yeah, that's, that's the name of the episode. Norman Sea, uh, Lion D, uh, Norman Sea, Roaring D. Yeah, <laughs> the list goes on. You ride down the tunnel and you get to the door in the space, and there's no cool underwater timing puzzle here because you ruined it by being water breathing animals but uh you see a pressure plate you see one on the ceiling and the, the bottom who's gonna get the top who's gonna get the bottom i bring darian up to the top yeah i was gonna say sitting on the back of the seahorse i'll i'll reach up with my hand okay and zippy are you gonna just flop down on the bottom one like smushing your face into it flop 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 <laughs> you flop poof, and press it and you see the door the circular uh vault uh, handle comes out and you see the multicolored cogs. There is red, green, black, and blue. You can remove yourself off the off the pressure plates now. Darian, since you have arms, which one are you gonna which two are you gonna pull and spin with? Are you sure any of us can see the colors right now? We're we're not only animals, but I'm not sure if they can see the same colors. But Darian also has a bump eye. <laughs> Stop trying to throw more disadvantages at me. Okay? His vision only went green for the moment when the dust was put. It's not green all the time. <laughs> I'm currently just like like colorblind as well. It's like uh, I uh, yeah. So I grab the black and the blue one and I crank it like a vault door. Okay, and it opens. And you all feel this cold water as the doors open. And you go inside, and you can feel it's cold and cold, and you can see some flames up above. The, this little uh, hallway of water continues, but you look up, and you can see there's the surface. It's not just like it's fully submerged cave, and you can see some like torch flames up above, like some people are walking up there. Do you want to continue following the stream or peek up? Uh, I mean, as far as I'm aware, Pass Without a Trace, I think, lasts like an hour, right? So we still have it. So I'm going to I'm gonna kind of tap uh, Norman D and gesture up to have him, like, bring my head you call up me? to the... Norman C, sorry. Yep. Uh, <laughs> to, to bring me up so I can just kind of poke my head up to, to take a look. You get lifted by Norman C and you peer out of the water... Just, just briefly with your cap and your wetsuit. Man, convenient that you're wearing a wetsuit. Honestly, yeah. Also, your seahorse, your seahorse form, and I guess shark form are still wearing wetsuits too. Yes. <laughs> um, I can't breathe. <laughs> skills, no. Open it. <laughs> but you peer up, and you can see the two bullywugs are like searching through some crates. It looks like they had a little station here where they would like sit and patrol and watch this cave. And you can just hear them saying, "Ah, oh, where did I put it? Where did I put it? Oh, come on!" And the other bullywug just goes, "Man, ugh! Don't you just hate how cold it is in here? It's ridiculous." Ugh. And the other one 
replies, saying, Yeah, I know, it's cold, but today of all days we gotta keep Bubba cool. We can't let him overheat. Otherwise all the security's going down. We need to be top of our game right now. Yeah, I guess, but man, can't we just have, like, coats or something? If, even, like, a little, like, flame? Uh, whatever. Mm. Bubba? <laughs> like, who is this Bubba? I, uh, looking around, is there any, like, end of this path of, like, where it, like, accesses up there? Like, those are the two guards from earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... But you look and you see there is like a path like you could walk on that leads more into the cave. Um, hmm. <laughs> They're going to come in here soon, back in the water, if we don't keep going. Right. Um, I'm just trying to think. Uh, so Darian gestures uh, Norman to bring him back down. And uh, I, I try and go close to his little... Seahorse uh, sea ear um, to let him know we can either we can either access the ramp and go up to the guards or we can go farther down. I gesture farther down in the water because it'll see us otherwise. I look, I look to Zippy for uh, thins up. <laughs> like Zippy's feeling good. <laughs> Take that as a yes, and then uh, so we we keep going down. You keep going down, and you follow the cave through the underwater passage, and you're moving slowly, cautiously, carefully, and it starts widening. The hallway gets wider and wider and wider, and the water gets colder oh. and colder, and you start seeing some like ice chunks are floating on the surface, some mini icebergs. It's a bad idea. I regret everything. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, me too. And you hear to your right, behind and to the right, Darian, you hear, Kid, eyes up. Uh, and Darian looks back over his shoulder where he hears the voice come from. And like, is there anything there? No. And you look and there's nothing there. Immediately after, Darian starts darting his eyes around the room. You dart around looking and you look up. And you can see this flaming blue orb. What? And it's coming over your area. It's like floating. And you can tell that's an arcane eye. A spell that's normally invisible. But Darian, you can see it. What? I, um, gosh, I don't know. Like, uh, is it, is it deeper here? Like, if we tried to, like, move, like, down, could we... Is there any way we could try and, like, get out of its sight? Yep, you could go deeper. Oh, I don't want to. You're pushing us deeper. I hate you. Um, you can see, like, as the walls were expanding, the floor was, like, getting more steep down and expanding as well. So it's just bigger and bigger. It's becoming, like, a lake. Is there any other, like, bigger chunks of ice, too, that we could, like, go behind yet? Or it's still, like, smaller, smaller pieces? You see some. You could you could attempt like hiding behind an iceberg to dodge this arcane eye. I um I immediately like tap Norman, and I I gesture to Zippy like trying to give like you know like emergency like and like gesture to the iceberg to like move now as quickly as possible. Uh, I go there. 
I, I look up. I don't see anything, but I go. Okay. And um, if we make it behind the iceberg, I'll, I'll kind of lean into the two of them and say, like, I, I see an arcane eye. Zippy and Norman, you hear that and you're kind of confused because you all know the arcane eye spell, of course, which is that it's an invisible kind of remote eye that, uh, that somebody can cast that, like, basically they can see through it and get visual information from it. Kind of like how Darian used Pepper, honestly. Um, but it's invisible, usually. And you look around and you don't see anything. I look at Zippy again. Sure he does. Sure you do, Darian. <laughs> I look at them again and I just like start tapping my mechanical eye. <laughs> oh god, of course. The eye the doctor, of course the eye the doctor worked on. Now it's breaking down already. Gosh. Um I I peek back out to look see where the eye is and see if it's like yeah, to see where it is. You see the eye is floating past as you successfully hide yourselves behind this floating ice chunk as the eye moves past down to where you guys entered in from. So basically back to that pond entrance and floating down that way. Um, I let them know that. Um, shoot, I was thinking about maybe turning back to go up because there's clearly something wrong in here. Because I, I also, I, I let them know about, like, before about Bubba, the name that was dropped. And... Um, I look to see if they want to continue down or if, if if they want us to try and gamble going back. Well, we'll be. I communicate to Zippy because I don't think I can communicate with Darren right now. Uh, and I say, well, if we go back, we'll be seen by that eye that he says he sees. So I think we have no choice but to go forward. I think that Cap is hugging a little too tight to his head, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's possible, too. I mean, I'll do whatever everyone wants to, uh, but um, I, I don't like being a shark, Norman. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> you wear it well, but I understand. If we could move this along on your hip, Darian, you hear... It's like your Rocky talkie is trying to talk. What? I, I like push it onto my ear, I try, hoping I can make something out. You push it and you just hear like a gurgled underwater. You hear Randy. Guys, guys, just checking in. We're, we're in the castle right now. And I, I split away from the group. We're, we're looking around. We're kind of in like the lobby just looking around. But I broke off quickly just to do a detect magic. There are arcane eyes all in this freaking castle. I don't know how I missed that. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Darian immediately turns to the two guys and just like pointing at the walk. He's like, "Scar, can I see, see?" But you know they probably can't hear it because now he boy. thinks the walkie-talkie's talking to him. I'm a shark. But either way, that's gonna make things a bit more difficult. I mean, we're gonna have to be extra, extra stealthy. These things can see through magic, you know, like pass without a trace and junk. Mm. Yes. We've already awarded some. <laughs> what? <laughs> We've already awarded some. <laughs> uh, okay. Glad to hear you're doing it. Either way, I'll keep you updated. Call you the rock. <laughs> and you hang up. Um... I guess uh, seeing that the eye is gone, I, I gesture to the guys that like it's safe to continue and we, we keep going. Are you going to 
float near the surface, near the water, the ice chunks, or are you going to go deeper or what? Well, now that the eye is passed down the like tunnel the other way, and as long as I don't see any more, I think it. I'd probably prefer to stay a little bit higher up mm-hmm. just okay. in case. So there's a little more light, I'm assuming, and options. I mean, even just picturing this scene is giving me anxiety. Let's uh, let's keep going. <laughs> you see, you're swimming through the water near the surface, and you notice now that it's with your dark vision and everything that this is quite a large, large room, a large pit of water. And you hear and notice since you're near the surface, some footsteps echoing into the space. And you can see some people just casting some light in their palm. And they're walking down this kind of staircase. It's, it seems like the edge of this wall, this big perimeter you can see now with the light casting and illuminating. It's like you're in a big circular room. And they're kind of just walking along the edge where there's this very thin path just molded into the rock cave walls that ascends to the ceiling. So basically where you guys walked into, like it's a path that walks along the water, along the cave wall and then keeps circling up the wall until it goes up like a spiral staircase up into the ceiling of the cave. I tell Zippy, I think this is the perimeter of the castle wall that we're inside. I think we're underneath the castle inside, and I think that this is, like this stairway is encircling the inside perimeter of the of the castle wall. Hmm. <laughs> Can we see if there's like a, a, a ceiling door at the top of the stairs? You look and yeah, you guys can see there's like a little yeah. room ceiling that like it goes up into there, which would probably be the castle. But you see these two bullywugs, two new bullywugs walking down and you can notice behind them is an arcane eye that's following them. Okay. Um, I come in here. They're going to come in here. And you're so close to the surface and everything that you can kind of make out and hear because they're being loud and it's echoing. You can hear them just go, ah, this is my least favorite job. It's so cold. Time to feed Baba. No. <laughs> oh man. If I hear that, I don't even wait for Darian's prompting. I start to go lower and to hide behind like another iceberg because they're coming to the, wa- the water, obviously. Yes. I'm just... <sighs> Well, I mean, okay. I'm along for the ride. I'm riding you, so. <laughs> I love that. Zippy, are you going to follow? <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, I follow I, with my little, little shark tail. You see the two walk all the way down this long path that's carved into the rock until they get to a flat section uh, where it's just near the water's surface. And you can see they have these like balls of like meat and stuff and they're just chilling it. They're chill touching it with magic, making sure it's ice cold and then pushing them out into the water, making sure that it's just as cold as possible. I gestured Norman to make sure we're like as far away from those as possible. Yeah, I away more towards the icebergs, trapped all. You 
move towards the icebergs and, and you kind of hug it and you're kind of like pulling the iceberg with you, uh, a nice one, uh, and you're hiding. And everybody make a stealth check. Oh. Pass without a trace, baby. Nice. Okay. Uh, 32 again, DM. That's a 37 for me. Ah, Let's go. Dang it, beat at my own game. That's a 28 for good old Zippy. Okay. You guys are good. You move to the side. Stealthily, the bullywugs don't notice. And you see the meat starts floating out. Oh. And then they look at the eye and they nod. And you see, looking down, Darian, only you can tell, a lot of lights start appearing. A lot of arcane eyes start forming. (laughs) And you can see some are forming and floating up in a spiral pillar as you see these large webbed hands start arcing through the water. You can feel the water pressure as you see this absolutely massive bullywug is climbing and moving and like pressing their hands against the walls and as they're rising you can feel the temperature in the water is changing it's getting a little bit warmer it's getting lukewarm and you can just see this large bullywug raises their head out and just chomps down on the meat and the the, uh, surrounding icebergs and everything and just chomps some arcing eyes are floating around and you guys are really hugging the iceberg like hiding as Bubba descends again and the arcane eyes fizzle out and you can tell that's the castle's security system that you're probably going to have to deal with oh no no and that's where we're going to end the episode.